Welcome to this edition of At The Mic. I am your host, Keith Malinak. Just another reminder that our friends Dave and Faith Matthews from APR Coffee, they lost everything earlier this month in a tornado. APR Coffee, American Pride Roasters, the original sponsor of this podcast. We are so grateful for them. They are such great people. Lost everything that they owned just a few weeks ago. And we are trying to help them through a donation page that is set up. You can get to that donation page by heading to atthemikeshow.com. And if you click on the blog section at the top, the latest entry is a link to that donation page. Atthemikeshow.com. Click on the blog section and you will see how to donate to their rebuilding efforts. Thank you so much for considering. Now on to the show as it was originally put together. Uh, my guest this week is Jesse Huila. You're listening to At The Mic with Keith, an independent podcast production. Jesse Huila is my guest today on At The Mic. He's a weather guy here in Dallas-Fort Worth, and he's so nice. He's such a kind person, and um, he's great on the weather. In fact, in the course of this conversation, I give him a tip that may help him predict future weather. And so listen up if you're in Dallas-Fort Worth, or anywhere, quite frankly. This will work anywhere. And uh, we had a great conversation talking about so much. Here is my conversation with Jesse Huila here on At The Mic. I think we had a fun discussion as we were getting ready to record here, the microphone positioning being that I'm a radio guy and yeah. you're a TV guy. Yes. And, uh, you know, you're just used to having a lapel mic, right? Right. You know, it's funny. <laughs> well, I, I actually, it was just the other day we did a, an event for our station and I had to hold a microphone that was like a stage mic. And I'm holding it down by my chest <laughs> like a TV mic, and everyone in the crowd is like, "We, we can't hear what? you, man." Yeah. So, and this mic's right in your face. Right, uh, right, right. So, uh, for those that aren't aware, because um, I live in Dallas, Texas, and Jesse is a local weather guy, weather, I, weather boy, weather boy. I mean, technically, yes, you're the weather boy. That's, That's I'm your, going for that title, and uh -huh. I'll explain why too in a minute. I can't if you wait. Want. I can't wait for the backstory on that because <laughs> I'm not familiar. I am familiar with you being referred to as the weather boy. Yep. I just yep. don't know the backstory, so I can't mm. wait for this. But you're here at uh, Channel Eight. Yeah. WFAA here in Dallas. First of all, Pete Dulcus. Never heard of him. Yeah, didn't think so. Pete Dulcus. Does he work? Where does he work? He, I think, works in the same building as you. Yeah. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, for yeah. A fact. I, I know that guy. I thought he just retired. <laughs> was that Dale? Oh, that was Dale Hansen. That's not the okay. same guy. No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, uh, tell him we said hi. I will. And, uh, I will. and we enjoy the attitude that he gives those that ask stupid <laughs> questions online. Yeah, we will. Uh, but, okay, so, so we're going to get into your story and how you got into <clears throat> meteorology. Yeah. Because that's something that, that I've always, and I've addressed it on this show. Uh, we've had Janice Dean on. We've had Joe Bastardi. So I have a thing, obviously, for weather uh, people. I We had Joe Bastardi uh, come to speak to uh, wow. when I was in college. And I actually drove. It was a big deal for me as a college yeah. kid. I drove Joe Bastardi from his hotel to the area that we. What? Yeah. He didn't tell that story when uh, I interviewed him. I can't believe he didn't remember. How crazy. <laughs> did he talk the entire drive? He did. Yeah. <laughs> He's he did. good at that. He's good at I, that. And I had this like really crappy uh, 2000 like Grand Am that barely started and I was really nervous. I didn't yeah. I, in fact I didn't turn the car off when I was waiting cuz I was afraid I wouldn't start back oh, up. So no. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um cool. you were born in Houston, Texas. Yeah. 
So I lived there 2001 to 2003. Uh-huh. When were you there? That was an overlap. Yeah, uh-huh. we moved in the early 2000s uh, back to Indiana. Um, well, if anyone's listening from Indiana, great state. <laughs> Wait, what, <clears throat> what's, this, what's this winking going on? Uh, well, I lived so Indianapolis <laughs> is great, but I lived in this town east of Indiana called Newcastle, uh-huh. and I, maybe three people have heard of it. And it just was not a good experience for me. Oh no, uh, it was just not great. How is how is the suburb of uh, <laughs> Noblesville? Uh, it's very nice. Okay. Noblesville's great. Wow. Yeah. Because way back before there was a thing called the internet yeah. and all this good stuff. Like, I don't know what, what I had going, but I wanted to live in Noblesville, Indiana, I thought. It's a nice place. That weird? That's it's very weird. random. Is there no reason in particular? No, none at all. Yeah, none any, at all. Any roots in Indiana? None at all. <laughs> I think, I don't know what happened, but I just remember looking at a map and go, yep. That seems like a cool town, Noblesville, Indiana. It's it's pretty nice. I've never been there, and I don't have any kind of desire to live there now. I just I was a weird kid. It's kind of like the Irving of Indianapolis. Like they're oh. bi- they're bit they have like a okay. big concert venue there. Oh, uh, or the Irving. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. It's a nice suburb. It's really nice. Okay, very cool. So why didn't you like uh, your hometown there, or, uh, Newcastle, you Let's said? see. Between the uh, the drug problem in the town, and oh, no. uh, this, is not a, this is not a lie. While I was in high school there, because I went there for high school, yeah. I had a gun pulled on me twice. In the what? school? No, no. Once at the bus stop, oh, and once walking home from school. And this is Newcastle, Indiana. Yeah, the rough streets. By the way, the people that did pull the guns were also in high school, okay. and I did nothing wrong either. Did, did they know you? Yeah, oh, yeah. So they knew you could pick them out of a lineup. Yeah, I know. It was very, well. It's it's just it just wasn't great. Did they rob you? Yes, the first one did. Yeah. Did you get it back? Whatever they took. It was a Walkman. Uh, I mean, a crappy. We we didn't grow up with tons of money or anything. Yeah. So I had a real crappy Walkman, and he stole it. But still, in high school, that high is school. like your escape. At the bus stop at, at like seven bus. in the morning. That's not cool. Did, did the. Did the person get on the bus with you and just say hi? I just he actually you. did. What? I just yeah. robbed your walk. Hey, he really did with the gun too. With the gun. I know we're laughing about this, but it's so it's it's really. Why true. did you get on the bus with this? Well, character? I didn't know what to do. I got on the bus. He follows, and we get to the school, and <laughs> I just remember because there were a couple other kids with us, and we were like, we, we got to tell somebody, right? Right. And we did, uh-huh. and they they he actually got he didn't he went to the the quote unquote alternative school. Uh huh. Shocking, I yeah, know. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so when he got off the bus, he and his buddy walked away from the school. Eventually, the police got him. But okay, did you get your Walkman back? I did. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I know. What tape was in it? Uh, it was a mixed CD. Oh, oh, it was like so. It was a Discman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Did it? Did it skip a lot? When you oh would... yeah, yeah. Take a step. Oh, then, then you should say just take the thing. Yeah, it sucks. This is before we had an iPod. So okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember those days well, yeah. man. I, I biked around the University of Nebraska Lincoln with uh, with a discman in my backpack and the earphones, you know, up here the big honkers, uh-huh. and uh, those are good times. And but sure. but if I ever bought one that skipped, man, I was angry until it died and I had to get another one. And boy, I. You remember even the anti-skip ones? Skip yes, very frequently. Because they would, they would, they would, what we call today buffering, right? You right. Know, they would right. kind of hold it for like twenty seconds. Right. So if you right. hit a big pothole or something, because remember, I, I would Velcro them on the dash of my eighty-seven Honda Accord. Yeah. So if you go over a pothole, oh, maybe it won't skip this time, and you would have a little tape adapter going. Right. Oh right. man, good times. That's awesome. Okay, so. Explain the, the, the Houston and Newcastle. Were you going back and forth? What's the story there? We grew up in Houston. Uh, my dad was there. My mom and dad met there. The sad story is my mom is from Newcastle, and she really wanted to go back because 
she wasn't doing great with health. Oh. So we moved back in the early 2000s. She just kind of wanted to be there. Um, then she started doing better. So we just kind of like, you know, hung around Newcastle through high school. And I ended up going to college in Indiana because uh-huh. it was close. It was easy. Um, and I just couldn't wait to get back to Texas. So okay. I'm just glad to be back here. Yeah. And when you lived in Texas, the Houston area, yeah. you lived in spring. Yeah. Yeah. And I was right there. Like, yeah, I was actually on FM 1960. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We were <laughs> right. I lived really close to Klein High School. OK. It, yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're, I mean, we, we were in the same uh, school district, yeah. basically. Wow. Yeah. What yeah. a small world. Small world. Yeah. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with uh, FM 1960 and the hospital there toward Interstate 45. OK. OK. There's a hospital there. And if you I mean, I am really I'm giving a, a micro explanation of where I lived. <laughs> so anybody wants to go down there and see where I lived, oh, check this out. It's called Red Oak Place Apartments. That's very micro. Mm-hmm. It's the end of, it's a dead end off of FM 1960 behind the hospital there. Mm-hmm. And it is so bad. I've talked about this, I'm sure. And I apologize for constantly repeating these stories. But <laughs> it was it was bad enough back then in 2001 when I lived in that apartment. And then we moved down to Third Ward, okay? Okay. Now, Third Ward, we, we, we were fine. We, we were there for two years, never had a problem with anything, you know, right? And then I tell the story where I moved to Omaha and had my car stereo stolen within the first two weeks of living there. Oh, and man. we lived on the outskirts of Omaha, so it wasn't like we were in downtown or something. So it's just crazy what happened. But here's my point about Red Oak Place Apartments, okay? <laughs> so... We eventually are living in Charleston, South Carolina, and a news story comes up about this guy barbecuing his girlfriend. Oh, oh barbecuing, not for his girlfriend. No, no. Barbecuing his girlfriend. Okay, okay. <laughs> in the parking lot Jeez. at Red Oak Place Apartments. Oh! Uh, where we had oh, lived no. uh, just a few years before. So, um, but I want to tell you that story, not to say that Spring, <laughs> Texas is a bad place, because it is a beautiful town. It is. But it's not that far away from Red Oak Place Apartments, Gosh. where yours truly live. <laughs> Just a, I, I, we did not enjoy our time in Houston, but hopefully yeah, you did. You liked not, it? Not really. It was all right. Yeah, okay, okay. I will say it was my second favorite place to live. Second favorite place. Well, because you went to Ball State University. That's I, cool. I did, yeah. David Letterman's the only guy I think that anyone would ever know okay. that actually went there. Whether that's exciting or not, I don't know, but mm-hmm. it, that's what happened. Uh, but I went there, studied meteorology, and... Uh, did you know from a kid that you oh, wanted to be a weather boy? Since I was five. <laughs> Literally, I wanted. I, that's all I've ever wanted to do uh-huh. uh, since I was five years old. Cool. Um, and growing up in Houston, you get your fair share of exciting things to watch, you know, whether it's the tropics, whether you get tornadoes or thunderstorms. Rarely would you get any sort of winter weather, yeah. but it kind of sets you up. I mean, if you live in this area, there's a lot of people that are really excited about weather because... There's I a lot am. of it. I am. Yeah, there's a lot of it. And there's a lot of cool <laughs> stuff that happens around here, too. So so you enjoy doing the weather forecast for Dallas. Yeah, I do. And and you said that a lot of stuff happens in Houston, but I'm sorry, Jesse. I mean, it's, it's just humid and heat and I know. gross, man. I know. There's certain months it's really not exciting. But no. this is the place to be. This is like yeah. the, the best severe weather market you could be in. Okay. Um, and you get a little bit of everything. Yeah, we are really known. For, we have some serious hail here. I think that's probably our biggest claim to fame is because huh, huh. th- those things do some we, serious damage. We had three hailstorms yeah. <laughs> in March of 2021, which I know you know. Yeah. 
And one just damaged my vehicle to uh, no end, and and that was a long drawn out ordeal because the place that was um, that was uh, repairing it uh, shorted out part of the electronics. Oh no! Had to constantly go back. That that thing literally was in the repair shop back and forth and back and forth while they tried to figure it out between March and December. All for hail damage. All, well, basically off of from that original storm. Well, kickstarted it. And I probably had my vehicle half of that time oh my driving it. Gosh. It's fun making payments on a vehicle that you can't drive. Yeah, no joke. But anyway, when I got it back, I literally, God's honest truth, I drove to the car dealer next door, 300 feet away from where I picked it up. I confirmed all the everything's working. I went over there and I bought a different vehicle because I had to get that bad wow karma out of my life. You right. know, it was just it was not a fun. Was that a pun? Experience. Karma? Oh, no, it should have been. Let's, I, say, it, let's it, say it is. It was low hanging fruit, but I saw it. So, I grabbed it. I mean, that's what you weather guys do. I mean, that's what right? we do for a living. Yeah. yeah. So, tell me, you get excited. You yeah. don't want to see people injured or no. or property damage or you know lives lost. No. But the excitement of the weather is, it's like a drug for you guys. We love it. I mean, we really do love the weather. That's one thing I will say is, so I, I have, for the last decade plus, have met with my friends from college. They live all over the country, and we will go storm chasing every single year. We'll take off one to two weeks a year in May, and we go all over the country. Usually those are the tornadoes you get excited for because they're touching down in fields, right? Right. We'll go out in the middle of Oklahoma or the panhandle of Texas or wherever. Um, but yes, for the job's sake, I will say this. The older I get, the less I care for there to be severe weather or mm. any sort of exciting stuff. Yeah. It used to be when I was a, you know, when I was younger, uh, it was thrilling because it gives you something to do. Right. When you're okay, when it's August in North Texas. Uh-huh. Ninety five in, in heat. What do we do? Mm-hmm. Hey. Oh, oh drought. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> sunny and hot. You know, it gets a little hard to talk about the weather right. after a while. So, yeah, it's, it's a nice change up every now and then. <laughs> I can see, yeah. Hey, 5% less humidity today. Yeah, right. Hey, huh? look, hey, we only hit 99 this afternoon. That's right. Ooh. We snapped our streak of 20 straight days above 100. That's right. literally all you do. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I could, I could see as you get older and uh, you have a family, which we're going to discuss. Yeah. Uh, you probably don't want to be interrupted when you're at a uh, ballet recital. Maybe that's a bad example. When you're at, a, <laughs> at, at a, when you're at an event so with 90s, your kid, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, you know what? So what 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 happens is it's it's exciting, but also the, just the 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 beast of working in news. When there's a severe weather threat, it introduces a lot of stress. Because it, and it's not just during the event; it's leading up to. It's the yeah. planning, it's the how you're going to get all the information out. It's getting everything prepared up to that point. You can so, see it coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sometimes, sometimes. And, yeah. and as I, I say on <laughs> the news, the weather guy's never wrong. Did you know that? Um, well, that sure. Let's just. I mean, the guest is always right. How that's, about that? That's so nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, and I have. You can. You can fact check because you you're I'm a checking. weather guy. You're a, you're a weather nerd. Like yeah me. yeah. You could go and check, check my Twitter account. Mm-hmm. See the mornings that I have said, oh, the birds are chirping. Something's gonna happen. Yeah, and yeah. cross reference it with a big weather event here in Dallas every time. Every Jesse. time, really. Every time, man. You're gonna have to tell me next time that happens because yeah, I, I need to I need to really I document should. this. I will say I will say you need to. Uh, 
not make plans for tonight, Jesse, because you're going to be working. Yeah, I'm tell- that would be great if you could do that. That'd, that'd be more predictable than the schedule I have now. So that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really nice. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Um, but I can imagine that, uh, and I don't want to get you in trouble with your bosses, but but but, but <laughs> let's go back to Charleston, okay? Okay. I was the program director for a station there, news talk station. We covered football around the Carolina Panthers and the South Carolina Gamecocks, okay? Well, I love football. I'm mm-hmm. a football junkie. Yeah. But, man, I hated football season because you had to go through the logs and, and make yeah. sure all the technical stuff was good so you didn't go off the air. And then something would happen, and you're in the middle of a game, and you're like, oh, my gosh, when is football season over? Yeah, right. The station keeps kicking off the air, and I have to dial in or I have to drive in. And, oh, it's just a nightmare, right? right. Tell me. As you're getting older, I mean, yeah, does, does some of this stuff kind of irritate you? It's you know, it <laughs> it definitely does. I would say it, the job doesn't steal the passion or anything like that. Yeah. But there's definitely when you add some sort of responsibility to your passion, you know, it's my responsibility. It's my job. Right. It takes a little bit of the excitement away. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like kind of what you're insinuating. Yeah. Is it, you I don't. Gotcha. You got to go through all this stuff, and mm-hmm. rather than just enjoy it. In fact, you, you remember Ice Apocalypse in February when sure do. it was so cold and awful and snowing and all that. I was on with the paternity leave. Dads get some time off, which is cool. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> it was one of the first times in a long time I was able to just enjoy a cool weather event. It was an interesting weather event, and I was off, and I was like, man, I really do love the weather. This yeah, is great. I right? forgot about this. Yeah. Right. right. I, I went in for a major surgery on February 3rd, and I said, I said, you know what's going to happen? There's going to be this awesome snowstorm that I'm not going to be able to enjoy because I'm going to be laying around with this, oh, with, this, no. with, this, with this labrum tear thing on my hip area and i'm i know this is what's gonna happen and i said that out loud and i was like all right so you guys just plan on it uh-huh. and what hit about valentine's day yeah i mean yes. the birds must have been chirping i think that morning uh-huh you, i see what you see? did there but but i'm just saying i didn't get to enjoy it and i am a snowhound jesse uh, so fix it as i always tell you to I on twitter it. fix that make sure it's only snowing when i'm able to enjoy it where are you from originally atlanta georgia Okay, so you so you love snow because you're from the south, yes. and you don't see it very often. Very, is that yeah, right? It was probably once, maybe twice a year that we would miss some school because of a, a of a snow sure. event. Uh huh. But it was few and far between. I am. Let me tell you, when I told you I'm a weather nerd earlier uh-huh. in this conversation, let me let me let me buttress that with this. I would wake up so early for school before the sun came up, yeah. and I would tune my AM radio. I'm this is big time nerd out time, okay? Uh huh. And I would tune it to AM seven hundred WLW out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Why? Because I wanted to hear the school closings for Ohio wow. and Kentucky, and think, all right, it's just two states away. <laughs> Maybe it'll. Yeah. Whoa, that's that's bad. That's, that's, that's pathetic. That's pretty deep, nerdy. That's that's pathetic. that's really that's nerdy. That is, I mean. Um, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would have the Weather Channel on quite a quite a bit. Let me raise you one. <laughs> All right, Are you ready for this? Yeah, what do you got? You know, local on the eights. Local the, on the eights. Local man. on the eights yep. on the Weather Channel, right? Yep. This is a true story. The music. When yeah, oh, horrible music. <laughs> yeah, elevator music. Yes. I used to love when my mom and dad would leave to go to the grocery store. Okay. This was what I was excited about as a kid. Then what I would do is I'd run into the living room. I'd put the TV on mute and turn it on the Weather Channel. Yeah. And then I'd stand in front of the TV and wait for Local on the 8th so I could 
practice. Nice. This is when I was like 12, okay, so 13 just, years old. Because all it is is a National Weather Service yeah. printout, like basically, you know, the, the, the text from it. Uh-huh. And you would stand there and just read it. That's awesome. I would stand right in front of it and act like it was a chroma key or a green screen. Oh. And I would like touch the, and my, the TV was like a 26 inch, like, you know, oh, look at you. CRT. Like, you were practicing. I was practicing. Yeah. Because okay. I loved it. All right. So you are a weather nerd? Uh-huh. I mean, this is, we are, we are escalating this now. Yeah, we are. This is a pop quiz. Okay. When was the five-day business planner on the Weather Channel? What time during the, the hour? Five-day business planner. It was on twice planner. an hour. What time? I, I don't know. I'm going to say top and bottom of the hour. I don't know. 20 and 50 past. Look Come at, on now. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm telling so you. So why didn't you become a meteorologist? Math. Oh. I don't like math. I don't. I, don't I was going to minor in meteorology. I went to school for broadcasting, you know, journalism, yeah. uh, in University of Nebraska, and I was looking. You have to have three minors, so I did history, geography, and I was like, "What could my other one be? How about meteorology?" Oh, I hope you like some math. I do not. Thank you, though. Yeah. And I <laughs> yeah, went on to a, English or something. Yeah, yeah, I think is my other one. <laughs> but, gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so so you enjoyed the uh, university experience at Ball State. Yeah, I did. Uh, it was a good school. Yeah. It was a really good school. Now, I just just touching back quickly on your love for <laughs> oh, snow, no. I will tell you something. When you live in the mid, I was the same way. I remember seeing snow for the first time when I was like a teenager because we mm. moved to Indiana and it was a big deal, right? Um, it gets old very, very fast. Yeah, I hear that. Not to me. Very, very fast. Okay. How long did you live in Nebraska? I've lived in Scotts Bluff, Nebraska during its second coldest and second Ooh. wettest winter ever. Wow. While a blizzard was happening in Atlanta, Jesse. <laughs> That's so not Then I fair. went to college for four years. <laughs> I think it was, you know, four or five winters there in Lincoln. I've also lived in Omaha. And, and everyone said... I hate snow. I hate snow. I'm like, man, are you kidding me? I love this. So you're stuff. still there. You're still there, huh? I, I still love even it after living day. in Nebraska for years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm just. I'm a. I got problems. You do have problems. Yeah. You want to talk about it? I have even when we lived in New Jersey. <laughs> uh huh. I had to shovel the driveway by hand. Uh huh. Right. I didn't have a snowblower. Just out there. It was. Gosh, I gotta look this up. It was. It was about a foot of snow. And it was a long driveway. And I was out there huffing and puffing and <laughs> because my wife had to catch a flight. Uh-huh. And 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 it's, it's so hard to explain this in anyway. And I just remember being miserable out there mm -hmm. but thinking I love this snow, man. I'm going to build stuff in the backyard for the kids. I built an ice track for wow. and stuff and you loved the snow when you had big responsibilities as a husband mm. and you, you were doing well, the only thing I ever remember actually do was Christmas Day. We had a big storm in, in Indiana. I skipped the presents on Christmas morning wow, just to go jump out in the snow. See? Yeah, you're right. Boy, we are a couple of nerds, man. We are a couple of nerds. Are there videotapes of you doing the weather at Ball State University in your position? Um, and yeah. if so, can you put them on YouTube, please? I will. There, there's there's will? definitely one somewhere. When I was in college practicing, there's uh -huh. one somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was 800 pounds lighter and very dorky. <laughs> Very dorky looking. <laughs> there's there's tapes of me somewhere, and they ain't pretty. Oh, like, there's a bad haircut. Uh -huh. There's all sorts of... Uh, it's not good. I just hope that they've been destroyed somehow. <laughs> you know, Thank goodness I was doing that stuff before the internet was around. Dude, the internet is a very scary place. Right? I've told my kids, it's a different world for you. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. Oh, it's really bad. Don't you, go on there. Don't it, do it. If you wouldn't say it in front of a crowd, like if you wouldn't, I'm telling you, if you wouldn't say it in front of your grandma, if you wouldn't uh -huh. say it in front of a crowd, and it will live forever yeah. and ever and ever, yeah, no matter careful. what you say. You do. You do. Safety tip there. 
Uh, okay, so Ball State University. Uh huh. Then, then what did you do after that? Oh man, that was kind of a. Oh, here's a great semester for. This is interesting to nobody but me. So Ball State <laughs> and Lafayette, Indiana, Muncie and Lafayette. They're two hours away from each other. Okay. Uh, my last semester of college, I got my first TV job at WLFI, small market in Lafayette, okay. like market 189. And I was so dumb. It, I took the job <laughs> and I commute. I had one more semester to go full time. And I took this job in Lafayette, which was full time. I was doing full time credits and driving two hours to work in the afternoon. Working eight hours, nine hours, whatever, and then driving two hours back. No, it was not. It was very unpleasant. Wait, wait. When did you? Was awful. Get off the air. Uh, so I, so on Eastern time, the, <laughs> which I mean, you know this, the news yes. comes on at eleven. Uh huh. We're lo- I love Central Time news because it comes on at ten p.m. Yeah. So eleven thirty was when I'd get off the air, and I would drive back, and I'd get back home around like one thirty to two in the morning. And then I would wake up at like six, do my college classes, do my homework, do the t- whatever. That had to be a hellacious semester. It was very, very stupid of me. Did you very ever stupid. almost fall asleep driving back one way or the other? No, but I got a speeding ticket on a country oh. road, and I will never forget that because it was one in the morning. Wait, how oh, oh. how close was it to Lafayette? I was like right in the middle. But I remember this because I was so mad because it was like one in the morning. No one's out at one in the morning on a country right. road. I was going 65 and a 50, and I got a ticket. Come on. I was very upset. What? I'm, I'm still bitter about it. That was more like, like 10 years ago. But I thought you could play that, hey, I'm the your local weather boy. But not where I was driving. you got to remember, I'm driving across the yeah. entire state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's completely that's different. What, that's why I was wondering how close you were to Lafayette. Yeah, yeah not close this, enough. Okay. Not close enough. So get this. At 3 in the morning... Out in the middle of nowhere, where I live, uh-huh. they had just recently, at a three-way intersection, put up a stop sign. And just like less than two weeks before that, and I turned right without stopping. Uh huh. Didn't put a blinker on. Ooh. Literally, I'm the only person that. And then this cop pulls me over. Ooh. For not stopping and not using a signal, I'm mm. like, bro. Come on. For real. Yeah. Who was around you? Nobody. I'm just sorry. a cop. You know what? <laughs> If I were a female, I would I wouldn't even have not even gotten a warning. Ma'am, drive safely. Yeah. I mean, come on, stop it. Okay. Fun fact: um, Lafayette, uh, named after uh, Marquis de Lafayette, mm-hmm. has more places in the United States named for him than any other foreigner. Uh, really, isn't that fun? There's like you know, there's a there's a lot of towns that they're pronounced a little bit differently around. I know what you're talking about now because I think there's like an Oklahoma that's like Lafayette. Oh. And there's Lafayette and Lafayette. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Good to know. So uh, after Lafayette, yeah. Indiana. Uh, went to Lafayette, worked there, met my wife okay. there. She was my wife. So I had to sound like I did that Borat thing. It was very <laughs> weird. I was like, I met my wife. Um, <laughs> Is she from <laughs> Indiana? weird. She's from Chicago. Okay. Uh, she was a weekend anchor. Oh, wow. So we met that. The, yeah. So we met there. Then I went over to Fort Wayne, Indiana for about a year. No, it's two years. Two years there. And then we moved to Kansas City together. She was still a news. We I was a news. We we worked there for oh, a, cool. about a year and a half. Wow. And then I moved to Dallas and she got out of news and okay. here we are. And here you are. In, in, in Dallas. Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah. Wow, that's a that is a rapid it's a lot. ascension. You Sir, know, from Lafayette, Fort Wayne, Kansas City, Dallas. My yeah, gosh! Yeah, it was it was pretty quick, yeah. and we, it was it was exciting at that time. But man, it was hard to make friends and keep them because you're moving every year and a half to a 
brand new city, brand new state. Yeah, I'd um, like to use that as an excuse for why I don't have friends, <laughs> yeah, but it's just me. <laughs> but that's that's. But how how long have you been here doing weather? Uh, five years. Yeah, yeah, five years. This is the longest I've been at a station, and I love it here. That's cool. I'm not going anywhere. Dallas loves you, Jesse. That's good to hear. But you've had other jobs in your past. I have got cashier. Yeah, yeah, cashier. Got fired from that job. Why were you skimming off the top? You know, it's kind of yeah. Oh no, what? What? Oh man, I'm gonna tell you this story. I don't care. Oh no! It was I was young enough that it doesn't even matter. Kind of okay. <laughs> so I discovered. So it was it was a grocery store called Marsh, which I don't think they have them anywhere near here, and they have like a, you know your Kroger Plus card type of thing. You get a rewards card, whatever. I learned how to make fake ones on the register. And these are like old registers too. So what I was we had this promotion going right. Not like that. Not like the ching ching. Like Why not those. Why do I feel like I'm gonna end up editing this story out to <clears throat> save you? Nope. Keep it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Keep it. I was a teenager. I was dumb. Um. So anyway, I learned how to make these cards, and we had this promotion going. By the way, remember we grew up with zero money, right? So this was a big deal to okay, me. Right. What would happen is, is if on that card, if when you spent fifty dollars, you they print out a five dollar, like gift card of sorts okay so what i would do is when people forgot their marsh card so they could still get the discount i would plug in one of my numbers that i created i was helping the people keith i was helping the people you understand i kind of i would build it up to like 48 49 and then i would get like five six dollars worth of groceries and get it for free for myself so i did that and somehow i know that was bad Somehow the big wigs found out after months, but this was like months after it stopped. So, I, and, and I remember they called me in the back office oh, no. and it was some guy from corporate and he was like real big and tough. And he like was leaning over the desk. He's like, do you know why I'm here? And mind you, a couple months had passed and I was like, no, I really no idea why, why you're here. Why are you here? <laughs> He's like, what do you know about oh, no. coupon fraud? And oh, I was no. like, I still didn't, I wasn't even lying to him. I was like, I, uh, I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, then he, he got real tough cop on me. He's like, oh. we can do this. the hard, this, I'm not kidding. He's like, we do this the hard way. Then we do this the easy way. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And I can, we can get the police down here too. Mind you, I've literally no freaking idea what he's talking oh, about. God. So yeah, I finally, he finally kind of talked about the marsh cars. I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I totally did that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you're admitting it. I'm like, well, yeah, you're here from Cincinnati, from corporate. Yeah, I'm admitting it. Why would you be here if you didn't know I did that? Oh. And um, no. oh, let me let me rewind. The first thing he said, you know why I'm here? Um, I had I want to say stolen a moon pie, <laughs> but I was like, is this about the moon pie? <laughs> he goes, he goes moon pie. Oh and no! I was like, I know, no, never, never mind, no, no. Yeah, let's move so on. why are you here? Coupon <laughs> fraud, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's so. Then I got it. fired. But oh man. Then I became a server at Bob Evans down on the farm. Yeah, how did that work out? It was all right. I just, I did it through college. Didn't steal from there, so. You never dropped food into somebody's lap, I hope. Oh, no. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, no drinks got knocked over by Let you? Let me try anything? to think. Nothing crazy happened. Mm -hmm. No, I think I think Bob Evans was pretty tame. Okay. You were a bag boy going back to grocery I was stores. a bag boy yeah. first, yeah. Did people tip? Because that seems like a dying thing. I like guess no longer yeah. people tip the, the... Well, no one takes their groceries out to the no. car for you anymore. Yeah. No, no. I just I would just get yelled at for putting things in the wrong bag. That was pretty much it. Oh, yeah. You know. I don't care for that. You know what I don't care for? 
I don't care for taking the apples and just dropping them in a bag so they bruise up. Yeah, bag boys. Did you do that? What's your problem? Of course. What? You didn't just gently... Uh, no. Wait, no. Wait, you got to hand them back to us. Screw we don't, you and screw your apples. I don't oh, care. Wow, that's not... I'm getting paid $5 an hour. I don't care about well, your apples. No, no, just, just hand me the apples. Take the apples. You can don't have them. Drop them in the bag. I don't want your stupid apples. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't want them bruised. So who in your life has had the biggest impact on you? Uh, that'd be my mom, I would say. Tell my us mom. about her. Man, my mom was such a good person, and I learned a lot from her because uh, the biggest thing I learned from her was do not let people take advantage of you mm. because she was like the sweetest soul, and everyone says that about their mother, right? <laughs> and But everyone, she would give way more than she had and was never given back in any way. Mm. No one ever did anything really for her, so... Um, and she was just, she was always positive and always sweet. So I, I just, I love that woman. Yeah. She's really something special. Unfortunately, you lost her recently. Yeah, I did. Uh, back in, in June of 2020, um, this was a really bad time to lose somebody because it was during the peak of the, the pandemic. Oh, the thing. Let me tell you, it was. We lost our humanity. I was uh, a minute away from losing my mind. Sure. I'm trying to keep my, my language tame. No, I can't imagine. But it wasn't COVID. It was, she had some other stuff going on. Um, she went into the hospital for a problem and we kind of noticed she started, her mind was going a little bit and we were nervous because they wouldn't let any of us in to visit her. We could only call the nurse's station and that's not an easy thing to do in the middle of a pandemic and get some information. And it kind of felt like she was just there and it was freaking, I mean, it was months she was in there for like a couple of months and we could not get any strict information other than finally one day we get a call, not to bring the conversation down, mm. but we get this call and it was, it was from the doctor and he's like, well, we have some really serious decisions to make. And I'm like, where the hell have you been? Right. Why can't we go? I was, I almost stormed into the hospital at some point, yeah. but mind you, I'm in Texas. My dad can't go. She's by herself. She's not answering her cell phone in Indiana, right? In Indiana. Yeah. Um, that was a very rough time, and I learned a lot of things from that experience, um, which I won't talk about here. Just, sure. Just personally, I learned a lot there and mm. about how the world operates. Yeah, I was extremely angry about all that, mm. uh, and then sadly, I mean, again, this is past, so I can say it was horrible to say this, but the next time I saw her, she was on hospice at home, yeah. and she was not quite there. You know, she would see things that weren't there and she went from fine, sick, you know, she was sick, obviously, but, but there to just, there was, yeah, it was not, I, and, and, and not to <clears throat> dwell on this, but you recently became a dad and yeah. that had to be excruciating Yeah, to have a newborn mm -hmm. and your mom would potentially be a grandparent, but, mm -hmm. but you lose her before the birth yeah that that had to hurt it was awful still it was awful uh it still hurts yeah, yeah. i still think about it all the time i and when did you become a dad uh, she was born january 15th uh, of 2021 and mom passed away yeah. june of 2020 so we were able to tell mom that we were pregnant and i remember having a really deep conversation with my dad because we knew that time was running out for my mom yeah so i remember bringing him outside and I was like dad I have something to tell this is when I told my dad too I was like listen this is really exciting news Elizabeth's pregnant and we're thrilled about this and he's extremely thrilled and we shared a great moment 
And then it got to the point I was like, okay, listen, here's where I'm having a real problem. Do I tell mom? Hmm. Because there's a high chance she's not going to make it to the birth. And would that destroy her internally? If you say, hey, guess what? We're having a baby, but you're probably not going to meet her or hit. Well, we didn't know what it was at the time. Um, and he's like, yeah, you, you got to tell her. You need to tell her. She'll love that. So I remember at this point, mom had kind of just given up. She was just kind of ready. She had, she suffered a lot for more than just this period of time for yeah, a long, long time. Cause you had talked about earlier in the conversation, <clears throat> moving back to Indiana because of health issues for her. Exactly. So, so she struggled for a while. She, yeah, many years. Mm-hmm. And she finally accepted it. She was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just done. Like I, I tried and she did. She fought like hell for a long, long time. Yeah. She's like, I tried. I just, there's nothing else I can do. I'm just, I'm really over it. So, she had kind of stopped eating and just really just kind of given up. It was just there. Um, so I told her and she was, you could tell she was super excited. Hmm. And um, when I flew back to Texas, dad said that really had kind of given her a new, she was like trying to eat. She oh, couldn't wow. really eat. She was very weak. She couldn't eat very much. Um, but then it wasn't very shortly after, you know, she yeah. passed away. So it was hard. And I think about it all the time. You and I were talking like, I'd love to send pictures of my daughter or yeah. or have her, because now my dad lives here, and I'd love for her to be here. We talk about it all the time. We'll be driving, you know, j- driving around town, but man, I wish she was here. Like, man, I wish she could see this. Man, yeah. I wish she could see that. But um, That's the worst part, man. I tell you, you know, my dad passed away in 2017, and even to this day, as weird as this sounds, I have that impulse, and it doesn't happen as often as it used to. It yeah. used to happen every time I would take a memorable picture of the kids doing something or at a at a sporting event that they were taking in or something like that. You have that impulse where you want to text them a picture and yeah. like, oh wait no, nope. and I just I, I want that to stop. I know you know the finality of death doesn't really it's hard to accept mm-hmm. especially when it's a, you know it's like someone that close to you. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to fathom that it's forever. Yeah. And I still haven't really gotten there yet. And I'm, I'm sorry to hear about your dad. And I know that it's, I, I mean, I can sympathize. It's rough. It's yeah. really rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's no fun losing a parent. No. Um, okay. So, but you got your dad down I here. I do. That's pretty cool. Uh, it is great. So yeah. he lives down here. Yeah. We finally got him back down here. He was originally from, uh, he's actually from Lebanon. So he, he that's oh, where wow. my Hawila comes from. Aha. So, um, so he, he. Was, but then he moved to Houston when he was in his 20s. So okay. he, he lived there. So he's back in Texas, which is great. Okay. He's um, liking it here compared oh, to yeah. Indiana? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's really independent, and he loves to go on walks. That's good. So, like, you can walk in November and December here. In January, even. You can't really do that in Indiana. I know, weather guy. All right. Well, we let me want tell you. winter. Uh, no, we do not want winter. <laughs> See, listen. I will fight you on this. <laughs> you can live in December here in Texas in January and February. You can't live in the Midwest. It's uh-huh. hard. Uh-huh. It's hard. Tough enough. You're right. Okay. So um, you mentioned to us your wife, Elizabeth. Yeah. Okay. You both became parents about a year ago. Uh-huh. So tell us about your wife and your introduction into parenthood. Yeah. That's really exciting. So you guys it's... have one... Mother's Day and one Father's Day under your belt so far. We do. Yeah, we do. Uh, it's It's been the greatest thing ever. Everyone thinks their kids are just so perfect. Well, when they're little, I think. Yeah. Then they get older and then, eh, 
when they learn to talk. Yeah, but when they think for themselves. Uh-huh, oh, right. man. Just wait till they start driving. Oh, gosh. You will never sleep again. That's got to be if scary. If you think if you don't sleep oh, now oh. with a newborn, just wait until they're out. When they're still away from the house and you're trying to fall asleep. That's not. I don't think I can handle that. I don't think I can handle that. It's not easy. Because I just get nervous seeing her crawl away from the living room. <laughs> right. Let alone drive a car. Just wait till she's behind the wheel. <laughs> yeah, my son got into an accident. Oh, no. Right after he started driving. Oh, no. You're like, I, I want to see proof of life. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, right. like, seriously, like, I right. want to see right. his face. I, I want to hear his voice. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's terrifying. That is scary. And now I'm just... Terrified waiting for the insurance rates. See what that does. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so anyhow. Way to go, son. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you're alive. But wait, now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> wait until I guilt trip you over the cost of insurance. Now. Yeah. It was already high enough considering you're 16. Anyhow. <laughs> so you're enjoying being a dad. Yeah, man. It's really great. I've got a little redhead girl, which is what we wanted. And also, quick side note, too. Uh-huh. My mom, when we told her we were having a baby, this is before we knew anything about the baby. Uh-huh. She was like, it's going to be a redheaded girl. I'm like, Aww. But she was kind of like out of it. And I was like, yeah, we hope so, mom. And she's like, no, no, it's a uh-huh. redheaded girl. I was like. Wait, is Elizabeth redheaded? Uh-huh. Okay. And she really knew because we, <laughs> we were desperately wanting a redheaded girl. That was what we really wanted because my wife's a redhead, her sister's a redhead, her grandmother's a redhead. It's kind of like this love of, of gingers in this house. Uh-huh, right. Um, oh, cool. I remember when, when she was being born, I was in the room. Thankfully, they let me in the room. How exciting. Um, I was watching the baby <laughs> being born. It's a, what a privilege. What I would, a privilege. I was, and I was like, oh, she's got red hair. And I remember telling him, I was like, babe, she's got, it was like, her hair's red. Like, she's going to have, we got a red head. Like, oh my God. So it's been great, man. She's the, she's absolutely the best. And now that she's almost a year old, she's like developing this personality and and laughing more. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot and it's great. How does your boxer bulldog mix Jackson (laughs) deal with her? He's really uninterested. Really? Yeah. He's kind of old grouchy at this point. (laughs) I got him when I was leaving college. So he's now... He's like 10 years old. Um, hmm. He's a very much like, feed me, leave me alone. Hmm. Well, that's, that kind of sounds like me. <laughs> Same way. Let me sleep. Yeah. Let me poop. Feed, <laughs> just feed me and just <laughs> let me be, please. That's uh, how he is. Okay. Well, that's cool. So Which, stays- again, very relatable. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he stays out of the way then. Yeah. That's he cool. doesn't really, he, you know, he doesn't really care for too much. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, now... <laughs> In the realm of hobbies, yeah, right. You've got uh, playing music here. Uh huh. What instrument are we talking about? The drums. The drums. Yeah. yeah. I'm a drummer. Big music fan. Big big music. How'd fan. you get into the drums? Um, when I was in what is it, middle school or high school? You you try out. I was in percussion through high school, and I just really enjoyed it. There was you know you try out different instruments. I was like, oh, I like this one. There was no real like. Oh, I've always wanted to be a drummer. It was actually, I mean, it was fun. That's cool, it was a good man. Time. Yeah. So I've I've enjoyed. I mean, I was in so many bands in high school. Okay. And, um, you have st- your drum kit to this day? Still do. Yeah. Okay. Still hang out. I never really play it. It collects dust. I got no one to play with. Oh, and drums are super annoying if you're by yourself. Well, unless you're re- unless you're really good, which wait I am a not. Minute. If you're by yourself, <clears throat> yeah, I would think it's annoying for the people that live with you. Oh uh, yeah, you're oh, not yeah, by yeah. yourself. Um, if you're really good drummer, mm-hmm. it's I'm sure it's great. I am not. So it's just. It's just not fun. I can play with some, you know. How do you teach 
someone to play the drums? Um, you know, you, you start with real basic stuff, just like drum set. I remember the first thing you learn is, you know, you just hit your hi-hat on one, two, three, four, your bass drum on one and three, and your snare on two. So, and then you just, yeah, and then you just kind of expand from there. That's the first thing you learn. It's okay. like baby steps. All right. Can I come to your house and you'll teach me? Give Absolutely. Me, give something to, Stay away to from use. my drum set. Yeah. Wait, no, no. I want to learn on you. You're going to teach me drums. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm going to teach you drums. Right? Absolutely. I only want to learn one song. What's wrong? What's my that? entire, like, for the last 30 years, I said, if I could just learn one song on the drums, oh, then I'll it? be a happy man. It's not a big deal. It's uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket, and the song is Come Down. I just love the sound of the drums on Come Down by Toad the Wet Sprocket. Can you uh, can you teach me how to play it sometime? I gotta hear it first. I, yeah. Is it complicated? How is it? I don't know. I'm not a good uh, I'm not a good judge because I I don't play the drums. Because you're not a drum. Well, I don't just listen to it. Yeah, I'm gonna play it for you here. Let's hear it. Hang on, here we go. We can get this part. Does it get more complicated? No. Let me, let me see oh the, yeah, we got you. Hold on, let me let me find the drum breakdown in the middle here. Hang on, the instrumental interlude, if you will. Okay, here we go. We can teach you that. Okay, hang on. Waiting for it. Pretty simple, right? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I right? do. We got simple. you. Okay, cool. We got you. All right, we're doing uh, this. Cause, so I'm an avid listener of death metal oh. uh, pro and progressive and just red crazy stuff and right? you can play it too no uh, well i can double bass pretty well okay so i've got speed there in my feet but i you know if you were going to play one of those i'd be like yeah i don't know about that we no. can we can handle that all right you're gonna come over we're gonna learn it oh we're totally doing this okay yeah. i can't wait i can't wait so it's just collecting dust uh -huh. you gotta break yeah i know how's the wife gonna respond to the drum kit getting used and uh, the baby that's and not Jackson. Gonna, that's not going to work. Jackson doesn't care. He usually goes away. It's upstairs by itself, okay. you know, so it's separated. But with the baby, yeah. it's probably not going to... Well, wait till she goes, you know, doing her thing somewhere with the kid. Right. right. Maybe I'll have to teach her to be interested in it. And then... Okay, let me know when she's on board with, like, when she's interested in it and she thinks they're cool. Yeah. Then you invite me over. We'll come over. We'll have a big jam <laughs> session. It'll be good. And th that's what stinks. It's not like one of those things, one of those instruments that you can just bring it to my house. Hey, come over here and teach me, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I have to come to you because <laughs> right, the right. kid is right there. Yeah, yeah I have fr like friends that play guitar and they're like, hey, you want to come over and jam? I'm like, I ain't hauling this crap over <laughs> right. to your house. Take your little guitar and yeah. your little amp and you come over right. here. Thank What's you. wrong with you? I can't you? believe you even suggest yeah. such a thing. Oh, come on. What's <laughs> wrong with you people? <laughs> now, you're video game guy. Oh, man. Still? Huge Nintendo nerd. Still? Yes, yeah, still. Good Very for much. You. My entire, the upstairs where the drums, the uh -huh. drums exist. Wait, is like yeah. a man cave you got it's, going on here? It's a man cave, and uh, maybe a nerd cave more Don't than a man cave. Don't lose it, man. You know, a man cave is like war memorabilia uh, and and sports. maps and sports, and this is like nerd Mario cave, and Zelda figurines and Zelda. It's just a lot. That's a game on. I could never figure out, man. <clears throat> it's such a good franchise. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's it's I it's a great sanctuary upstairs. Oh. I'll have to show you pictures when we're done. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Do you watch sports though? <laughs> no, my no. wife is a my wife is a big sports fan. Oh yeah, she's a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. Okay, because uh, where we lived in Kansas yeah, City, yeah, we yeah. were the home of the Chiefs back at that station, and really kind of got sucked into that franchise. So. Uh huh. 
You're gonna lose that man cave to her. That, that nerd cave. I know. <laughs> She's gonna turn it into a uh, like a sports like bar. She'll, bro. She'll call me. She'll be like, oh, these they did this or that or you know. This. I'm like, oh, huh. cool. Um, Is that bad? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I hate. I hate when that happens. <laughs> I. She is. It's weird because she's definitely the sports fan. Okay. I, I watch it. I watch football uh-huh. because she watches it. Yeah, you understand it. It's so weird, isn't it, to hear that? It, it totally. I mean, it, it feels like I'm interviewing a woman. <laughs> I know. That's right. <laughs> so I make uh, yeah. my spouse watches football, <laughs> yeah. and I understand it. I think I sit there and I talk to my friends about how annoying it is that she's watching the game. It just drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh. awesome. Okay, so uh, tell you what, I will teach you like some more like football knowledge yeah. that you could share with her yeah and maybe the lessen the blow of me coming over learning that's sports, fine right? that's fine okay, cool. go sports there. yeah 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 <laughs> so pokemon yes pokemon See, yeah you're younger than me because i was already an adult i'm pretty sure yeah i was already an adult mid 90s late 90s yeah 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 late 90s i was yeah. in college uh 94 98 so yeah so that was a thing after i was a kid i'm saying you look my age you look like you're in your young 30s Oh, wow. I really thought, yeah. Can you go everywhere with me? Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. I really thought you were my age. No, I'm 45. And then you were talking about like your kids were like driving. I'm like, man, well, yeah. good for you, dude. Okay, well, thanks. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid mm-hmm. and I was 18 and I looked 12, it wasn't the best feeling. <laughs> right. But right. when I'm 90 and I look 60, that's going to be awesome. There's a payoff. <laughs> There's a payoff. Uh, okay, so, yeah. but but the Pokemon thing. Yeah. That's... Did you do the little smartphone and, and going all over the place? Uh, and... Oh, so Pokemon Go, so I, I played for like a little while. Okay. I collect the old cards. Like yeah. The, the ones okay. from back when I was a kid. That's what I'm more familiar with. And I've kind of, it, the, the, the hobbies really regenerated recently and I've really been into collecting those and um, the cards. The cards. Okay. It's, it is not a cheap hobby anymore. Uh-huh. It is. It is really quite something. But so you 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 did the phone thing with Pokemon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's my follow up. Uh huh. Where's the strangest place you've ever like caught a Pokemon? <laughs> Cemetery. See, that that's is, super weird, isn't it? I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've been to cemeteries and there's a sign up that says, "Please." Don't be doing the Pokemon thing here. Like, literally, like, there's this nice entrance at this cemetery that I'm thinking of this right. experience I had. I may have even tweeted out the sign. I don't know. And it, it talks about how, you know, it just says, hey, well, there's mourners here. Could you not, Could you not? chase Pokemon uh-huh. through the graveyard? Yeah. Yep. What? How do they end up in sensitive places like that? I don't really know. This was an old cemetery back in Kansas City. It was, like, one of the ones where, like, the like 1800s like uh-huh. you know um and it was just kind visiting. of on the outskirts yeah no one's visiting everyone yeah. everyone's i got you um but again i don't play anymore and that's one mm-hmm. of the reasons it got really too crazy and you're right you you that's it's like let the people rest why 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 are you trying to catch pikachu over here this is weird it's weird it's right. super weird yeah have He's, you ever had to pay to enter a place to catch a pokemon i've never i've literally no. as i'm having this conversation with you uh-huh i'm not feigning ignorance i have no i've never no. seen a pokemon on a phone or anything what does it look like does it does it uh, how far out do you have to be to you see? can literally be anywhere it's okay. kind of like map based so wherever you are they'll follow you'll you'll find some no matter okay. where you go i would never pay for yeah. that some people are crazy uh-huh have you looked around lately uh yeah thank you <laughs> i've lost all hope <laughs> me too yeah man. so 
when it comes to music, getting back to that, yeah, you mentioned death metal, which you enjoy yeah, big time. I know indie rock very well. Yes, I've never heard the term grindcore. What is grindcore? That? Uh, imagine death metal, but even scarier <laughs> and very kind of like. Um, Wait a minute! It, it makes death metal look like a walk in the park. Yeah. Thing? So um, you think of like uh, com- more complex time signatures, m- a little more fast, crazy screaming. From high pitch to low pitch. You're not teaching me the drums. To the pig squeal. To the pig squeal. Pig squeal. Are you familiar with the pig squeal? Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on. You're going to have to look this up if you haven't. Hang on a second. Hang on. I got you. Hang on. I actually, I need to. He keeps a death metal singer in his desk just for these occasions. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize I had a brownie mix down there. This is college? You got ramen in there? Uh, Hang on. There's a thumbtack that was waiting to. Me. Gosh. Hang on a second. Hang on. Like Mary Poppins' purse over here. What do you got? What's next? Oh, you really want me to drag all this out? Uh, okay, a helmet. That is the... Watch oh. watch my sports knowledge. Hold on. Wait. I can figure this out because no, you're from Atlanta. Oh. It's the Falcons. Yeah. See? That's that weather boy knowledge. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Here's a uh, puppet. <laughs> well, you guys would not believe... There's a lot of hats. There's a lot happening there's a, here. There's a lot. Brownie mix, oh, a frog. Oh, you recognize that helmet? Oh, yeah. That's the Atlanta baseball team. They're the world champions. Yeah, the Atlanta base Braves. Braves. Thank you. Good job. The Braves. Well, I didn't know this was down here. More hats. More hats. Hang on. Oh, look at all these Y'all little... have no idea what's happening over here. There's a lot going on there's on like this desk. like little hockey figures. Uh-huh. And there's like a... Does Atlanta have a hockey team? Oh, I forgot that... Uh... Beavis. Beavis. Now we're uh, talking my language. Okay. Uh, uh, look at that little. You King of the Hill fan too? Yeah. Oh, Maraca. Yeah. Small one. Let's see here. Hang on. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot. That there I'm is a lot. There. Okay. We, Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm finding stuff that I didn't even realize. Brownie mix, helmets, frogs, Beavis, and Maracas. Okay. And hats. And mail that I forgot to open. Oops. IRS. What's IRS? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The back scratcher. Back scratch. I need this in here on my desk. Hang on. How, I, how large is this thing? I <laughs> didn't. I, I, most of it's dumped on the floor. <laughs> my God. Just pulling up the. Anyway. What? I didn't even find what I was looking for. But you found everything. You have a thrift store on your desk <laughs> right now. You can open up a thrift store. You said, you said pig squeal. Yeah. And I can't even find. My my little uh, my, my squeezable pig. Where 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 is it? Oh, he's over there on the TV. There he is. Stupid pig. Look at this. How did he even get over there? Pigs fly apparently. <laughs> That's right. So see this? So when you say pig squeal. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Kind of. So this is kind of like an instrument. Uh, it's the voice. May I just? Am I allowed to play? Here, I'm going to show you. Yeah, Stand yeah, by. Yeah. I know exactly where to find. What is it? Can I play the maracas to that? Yeah. Go ahead. That's a pig squeal. You have a freaking tambourine. I heard a grunt. I didn't hear a pig squeal. Uh, it's kind of a pig squealy. Like, I can't do it. Huh. But yeah, music's great. <laughs> music's great. Uh, uh, big time indie rock fan too. So yeah, I, I can listen to things with my wife that she likes. Uh huh. She's not into grindcore. She's not really into it. No. Like, where do you get to play that without her? You know, like, do you wait till they leave the house? On my drive here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I'm by myself. Okay. Um, can you sing along to Grindcore? Or yeah, is that a, you yeah. can. The lyrics aren't really happy, but you know, you can. I'm not sure that that's edible anymore. This right here is... Uh, when did that expire? Wow. it's It's been here a long time. It only expired last month. 
Oh. So. But with the amount of preservatives that's probably made in the uh, maybe the 80s. Look at that. Gosh, I am sad. You can I... still make it. Yeah, don't judge me. Toughen up. Yeah, yeah put that yeah. back up. You want me to make you one of these after the interview here? I'd like to survive the rest of the week. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesse can't do the weather tonight. He has food poisoning. Yeah, from is that a yeah brownie? Uh, it's a it's a called a mug cake. Oh, a mug cake. Yeah, caramel brownie flavored brownie mix. Duh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so uh, sorry for the uh, the diversion there. No, that was great. I just shocked how much you have in that desk. And I didn't even pull it all up here. Here's a... Yeah, forget it. So, uh, all right. I love this. Yeah, the last book you read was Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. That's a good one. Uh, what big, an intelligent guy. Big Jordan Peterson fan. Mm -hmm. Big, big Jordan Peterson fan. Yeah, he is... Uh, He's a brilliant mind. He really is. Um, and he gets a lot a lot of issues, I know, from, from the internet. People give him crap, but um, he is... He doesn't care. You got to listen to him. He's brilliant. He's an extremely brilliant mind. And he, mm -hmm. he just has a really good grasp of how to handle life. Yeah, that's well said. I just yeah. love it. Yep. I just, big fan. Yep. Big fan. Uh, your favorite book that you've read is a book called The Outsiders. What's that about? Yeah. So the you may remember the movie back in the 80s. I think it was back in the 80s. Based on the book, actually. There was a good cast in that. You may have to Google it because I can't even... I'm having a... Mm. Ralph Macchio, I think, was in it. Oh, wow. Tom Cruise might have been in it. I don't... It was back in the day. Um, but yeah, it's kind of about two different social classes and how they don't really clash very well. Oh, wow. That sounds uh, how good. How they don't go together. Yeah, it's a good book. Okay. It's a great book. Classic. Let's see here. I love this. I ask the question... What's your favorite app? His response is, sadly, uh, TikTok. I hate that. Do you have an account on TikTok? I do, but I don't. I mean, you, I post, you, most you, of the stuff I post, like my daughter's stuff. But okay. I don't really post it. I, I scroll because there's actually, it's there's a lot of funny stuff. It, it very it reminds me of Vine a lot. And I was a big Vine fan. Oh, yeah. It's all I've got. Oh. I'm not really into the whole dancing, uh, what do they call the E-boys. Are you familiar with E-boys? No. Yeah. You know, these... Well, you're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Kind of. On Facebook, mean? on Twitter. I, you give uh, us the weather on Twitter. I do. I do give you the... That's, that's where I was introduced to you. Yeah. Before I watched you on TV, yeah. I knew you from Twitter. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Which is actually... And I think you can appreciate this. Being young, being yeah. on TV, being in a medium where you are having to constantly communicate with people. Honestly, man, I get my weather reports... Yep. From Twitter. There's good stuff on there. Yeah, like I have alerts set up for you and other meteorologists. I'm sorry, I'm seeing a couple of other meteorologists Excuse me? your back. How could you? But they're all uh, part of the WFAA family. Okay, now. that's fine. Not that's really, fine. Not, that's not, oh, no, oh, wait, not Rick Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> no. Keith. <laughs> not David Finfrock. How could you? But that's where I get my weather, you know? like, And I find it particularly helpful because it's so much more frequent. I don't have to wait till six o'clock or I eleven o'clock or yeah. whatever, you know. Plus, I'm asleep. I'm sorry. No, I get it. I get it. It's almost like that is a medium Twitter uh -huh. and and other social media apps. It just seems like a a, a great conduit for meteorologists. Yeah, no, it is. Because it's real time. I can see like like my instinct <clears throat> if 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 severe weather's coming, my instinct is to turn on the TV. Uh -huh. But before 
I get to the channel to, to have the whole family hear it on blast. Yeah. I'm looking at my phone, man. Yeah. It's a great place to get information. So you have the, the December outbreak that happened back yeah. in December. The tornadoes. Yeah. There was a lot of interesting information coming out on Twitter uh, at the same time uh, that, that indicated that this that, that particular tornado may have been on the ground for more than 200 miles. Yeah. Um, and we would have taken a long time to maybe even figure that out back in the day. Obviously, we have radar technology, yeah. but... Um, it also gives a little bit, you're right, the Twitter stuff too, because you'll see damage in a town, let's say 50 miles away, and the storm's moving to the northeast, and the storm's coming here, look what it did there. There is it's a, there is a lot of benefit to Twitter. It's also a very toxic place, you know. Of course, you gotta choose oh. your battles. Oh, man. If, if, if at all. Um, but I will say that, uh, going back to our, as if we didn't drench this podcast with weather nerddom earlier, <laughs> my favorite tool in your tool bag as a weather guy is when a storm is moving through the metro area uh-huh. and you see 654 this town 658 oh, yeah. this town 702 uh-huh. that is perfect it's great it's that. a great benefit mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool tools that we don't even get to use very often what um, you know there's one if, if back uh i'll say probably the biggest weather event i've ever personally covered and will ever probably in my career was the Dallas tornado uh, October 20th of 2019. This is the one that went through Highland Park. Right. um, We're talking very highly populated areas. Most expensive tornado in Texas state history. Because of the neighborhood. Probably because of the neighborhood. It hit two houses and it was the most expensive. (laughs) (laughs) It's a joke, but true. Um, uh, So it was an EF3. And I remember I was on that night and I was the one I, I broke into programming. Which, by the way, is always fun as a meteorologist. The creative names you get called when you cover up a show. And and, and social media only allows for more avenues to go after you in public. Yeah. You can't. Let me just tell you. You cannot hurt my feelings anymore. Right. Right. They're gone. Right. Um, I was watching... She, she was about to, to give the rose to The Bachelor. <laughs> if you cut into The Bachelor, you I, are dead. I know. I know. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen oh. like NASCAR fans be enraged. Um, uh, all sorts of stuff. I know exactly what you're talking Things about. Things you wouldn't expect. How right. about this? The Little League World Series. Oh, my. Which, exciting, sure. But come on, like right, if yeah. I, I cut in for like five minutes because we had some severe weather that it did some damage. Yeah. And oh, no. Yeah. I, uh, I'm the biggest a-hole in the world. <laughs> well, um, hold on. You know, hang on a second. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, um, I was living in Houston. Uh-huh. You were too, I believe. Yeah. In the June of 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Tropical Storm Allison. Yes. Oh, jeez. It was the night of, I believe it was Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final. Allison was, yeah. 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 And and I remember that, uh, I think I think uh, it was re-aired overnight or something like that. Anyway, but I'm sorry, your license through the government uh, yeah. is yeah. that you take care of the people with the life-saving information and now that you have the internet, yes. people could go and find the stuff that exactly. they missed. Right, later. right. I want this in here so bad, this mm-hmm. podcast. Look, Hang on. Everyone listen. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Happening live as we speak. We got to talk about this. I just got a text. Here? Like in the Dallas? Oh, this is so on it. This is so unimportant to anybody okay. else. This is breaking news. Can I break this news? Oh, you got breaking news on your phone there? I just got a text from my wife. Oh, oh, oh. This is no one cares about this. You ready? Okay. Daughter's getting a tooth. See? 
Hey, hey everybody. We, look at that. We'll have to mark this occasion. Daughter's getting her first tooth. How That's exciting. Adorable. <laughs> so, That's um, cool, man. We were wondering why she was extremely loud last night. This uh -huh. might explain it. Yeah. She was um, a little irritated. Yeah, she was. Um, <laughs> Congratulations so, to her. Thanks. Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, so I, I want to, I got to say this for anybody listening right now. When we cut into your programming for severe weather, I promise you, there is nobody on the planet that wants to do that less than the guy that's doing the TV stuff. I promise you. Look, if, if, if I could convince the uh, supercell yes. to just wait until it goes to commercial. <laughs> exactly. Oh, the amount of anxiety you get knowing you're about to cut off The Bachelor or whatever. It is a lot and then you get the hate in real time which is so nice on that's what i was media. gonna say like it used to be where you might get uh what maybe an answering machine message yeah. or or mm -hmm. a letter or maybe an email something that was behind the scenes uh-huh oh now it's out in public view yeah how dare you <laughs> yeah. do this you should see the hate we get i mm. um you gotta okay look i know this isn't your style this is pete Dulcas's style yeah but what if you did screenshots of some of this uh hate tweets or whatever and just uh, just kind of amplify them. I do that. I believe you it. Do? I do. I don't do I it as often. These. You know what? Uh, so because you're a nice guy. I try to be. Not <sighs> losing that losing that real fast as I get older. <laughs> um, you know the so ba <laughs> back to that outbreak. Yeah. There was some lady. It, the show. No offense to this show. I'm sure it's a great show. It's called The Rookie, hmm. which is Nathan Fillion, I think, or one of the Nathan something. Anyway. Hmm. Um, so I was cutting into this. This is as an EF3 is ripping through the heart of Dallas. Right. Right? This is, we've got confirmed damage. We've got it all. This lady says, okay, we get it. There's a tornado. Can you please put back the rookie? This is on Twitter. And I quote tweeted and said, well, here's the, you know, I said something like, well, here's a stupid take. Um, it turns out, and, and I'm not going to say who it was. Because I'm, that's, a, that's not relevant right now. But uh -huh. apparently this was the wife of a prominent Dallas figure. And I didn't know that at the time. And a lot of other people realized that when it happened. So that did not go well for that lady. It was oh, not good. Oh, good. It didn't come down oh, on no, you. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't know it. I, I, didn't, I was just like, well, this lady's dumb. Why is she telling me? <laughs> like, we got people losing homes. And, right. you know. Um, but then I real after I left it up and I walked away, did some other stuff. I came back and I saw all these tweets. I was like, what is all this? Oh no. Uh Oh, you fudged up lady. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's right. just, just say, just be kind. I, I don't want to be on TV doing that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I could be doing when I'm not doing tornado coverage? Drumming. Drumming. <laughs> playing video games. Yeah. Talking to my wife. Right. I don't want to be doing that. Hey now. So, so you had mentioned earlier tools that you don't get to use all the time tell me some of these things and why why can't you you know what yeah before i forget and before you tell me some of these cool little things yeah yeah you could make a social media type video or, or put it on digital like over the top type of content i will i'm putting you uh, putting uh, pressures on do you work for the station <laughs> Would so, you stop? So tell me some to... of these uh, cool tools. No. I told you I was a programmer, so, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> you're really producing this out. Yeah. Um, no, so one, and we use this during. I used this during the Dallas tornado coverage, okay. and it's something we don't use often. And if we, if you see it, it's a problem. So there's this tool and radar car called correlation coefficient. 
All right. Oh, I'm intrigued already. Yeah. CC, as we call it. In the, the, of course. Yeah. That's there's I CC. The old I don't want to steal your thunder. Yeah. Correlation coefficient. <laughs> um, so we're doing so we're doing this coverage and I, I'm looking at this radar signature, the regular radar signature. I'm thinking, man, this really looks like there's a tornado. I can spot a hook echo from a mile yes. away, by the way. Yes. Just so that you know, sir. Yeah. So <laughs> you that's a great representation. You know, there's probably you know, there uh-huh. could be a tornado yeah. very, at the very least. So I remember that night I said, hey, Jason. I was our weather producer. I was like, let's put on correlation coefficient. We don't use this very, and I told people on TV, we don't use this. I'm going to explain if I see what I think I'm going to see. Um, what it is, it's radar's way of, of classifying objects that it's finding in the air. All right? So it scans the skies, and essentially, if it's a hydrometer, if rain, hail, snow, whatever, it paints it as a kind of a reddish color. Mm-hmm. If it's an unknown, it's painted as a blue color. All right. So when and so when this became extremely important to bring the urgency to people, we turned this tool on and there was this blue circle right over the center of Dallas. And I told people, I was like, all right, listen, so I've been a storm chaser for this. Is what I said on air. I was like, I've been a storm chaser for a long time. Um, this is a tool we don't use often. It's called correlation coefficient. All this red around here, that's rain, that's hail, whatever. This blue circle is radar telling us. I don't know what this is, and what that means is it's shingles, it's tree branches, it's siding, it's wood. A cow. It's a cow. <laughs> Helen Hunt. It's it's all of these <laughs> Wait, things. Wait, hold on a second, just to be clear here. He was <laughs> saying it's either a cow or it's Helen Hunt. No, no, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what I'm trying to say. Sorry, He's sorry. talking about the movie Twister. Bill Paxton. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's bring it back. Helen Hunt's a... <laughs> I'm a, trying to make it clear for you here. Helen Hunt's a beautiful woman. Right. Um, That didn't mean it like that. I know you didn't. That's Thanks why for clarifying. You're welcome. I get in trouble with that kind of stuff. <laughs> I need you. I need you around me more often. <laughs> um, but I remember telling people, I was like, "This here, here's what I know. This is doing damage right here yeah. by Royal Lane and in the tollway. Mm-hmm. This is what that is. Yeah. This is not a joke. Like, this is not a possible tour. This is happening. So then we would track that, that debris signature is what it is. Um, but it's stuff like that. We have a lot of tools in the arsenal that thankfully we don't use very often, but... Um, Man, I think that brought a lot of urgency to people. I I got a lot of emails. Yeah. Um, Look, I needed to see the rookie, but when you brought up uh, the uh, CC thing, uh, it worked shingles. out. Yeah. Okay. Now All I'm right. listening. All right. So your first panic attack oh, is the most scared you've ever been. Was yeah. that on air? No. Okay. But no. Has that ever happened where you've been on air and you're like, <gasps> no surprise. Yeah. No. Uh, so I'm gonna say this. I I've been a mental health advocate since the end of 2016 and people will wonder why what, what's that all about um i'm embarrassed to say it kind of but i never really believed this is, sounds crazy i thought depression anxiety that's that's an excuse eh, whatever mm. whatever so one day i'm driving around i was on the tollway here in dallas normal day it was a day off right and all of a sudden my vision started like going blurry i got tunnel vision I was like, what the heck? That's weird. I was like driving. Then I was like, <gasps> I couldn't breathe. We were, dri- nothing was going on, mind you. <laughs> nothing at all. I was just with my wife. Huh. I grabbed my wife's leg. I was like, I-, I think I'm having like a-, a stroke or something. I can't see. So I'd like pull over. I, I get off on the-, the nearest exit and I get into this parking lot and I like, I-, I get out of the car and I sit in this random parking lot somewhere off the tollway. And I'm like, we gotta. I was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I think I'm having a stroke. We've got to go. Yeah. We gotta go to the to the hospital. Like, I don't know what's going on. So, I she drove me to an ER, and he's like, 
well, they did all these tests. Like you had a panic attack. And I was like, the panic attack. I was like, I was just driving. Mm-hmm. Like I think, they can sneak up on you. Just never know. And people wow. think they're. Di- I thought I was dying. I legitimately thought but I was dying. It wasn't like something weighing no. on your mind no. or something. Like no, not at all. I was. I was happy. Super happy. It's weird. I've never in my so that set off a whole chain of events, and it was. Uh, I will tell you that those things are no joke. I never thought. I thought it was like people say. I'm having a panic attack. I'm nervous. Yeah. That is not what that is. Apparently, <laughs> I learned that the hard way, and I've. Yeah, and, and, and it's crazy. And so when I say that's weird, it's not weird to have it's, a panic attack. It's that I always thought they were associated with an event or some sort me, of stress going on in your me life. Me too. I'm not familiar with it just creeping up out of the blue like that. Same here. And I and I'm happy to you know, I started researching it more and I'm like, okay, this is a real thing. And I think there's gotta be someone listening that would understand that yeah. you would be shocked. It can just happen. Yeah. And you think you're not you legitimately think you're dying. Because, like, your vision goes crazy. You, wow. st- you can't breathe. You, like, get this is... weird. It's horrible. Okay. So, serious business, man. I yeah. think people need to pay more attention to mental health. Well, yeah. Oh, it's Without question. We don't talk, especially with men. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, Definitely. I, yeah. 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 And I think we all have our own way of of coping with the reality that is the time that we live in right now. So, uh, yeah, I will say that uh, absolutely we got to talk about it more because there's yeah. so many people that are suffering even more so in the last couple of years yeah. um, with with yeah. our new reality. Yeah. Um, oh, I hate that term, by the way. Uh, wait, the new normal? New normal. You like that? I hate it. I mean, the first time I heard that, I remember we were doing Pat Gray uh, is my is my uh, my real job. Pat Gray Unleashed. I'm the producer there. And I remember the first time I heard that, it was uttered by the governor of Pennsylvania, Tom Wolf. And I and I remember remarking on the show, we can't let that stick. We no. can't let that stick. No, no new normal. That's no, it's a, a very definitive thing to say. The new normal. Normal is normal. Like. What we've what we know, what we're comfortable with, to say something's going to become the new normal indicates that hey y'all, things are about to change forever, forever, and never go back because this going is going to be the new normal. I hated it. I did. Yeah. Not I a did. fan of that. Mm-mm. No. No. All right. So let's segue to favorite comfort food, and I'm sorry, but uh, Whataburger is overrated. You know what? It was nice to meet you, Keith. Yeah. Uh, listen, have a really good Big rest of your day. Big time overrated. Like, yeah. completely and totally overrated. Yeah, it was good to meet you. But have I, have a, more, I have more uh, questions. Where are you going? Oh, no, no. Have a good day. It was good wait, to see wait, you. I have more questions. Seriously, thank okay, you very wait, much. Okay. So so you're a big fan of Whataburger? No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. Excuse me. Oh, you're literally leaving. Back up here. He's, hold he's on. He's picking hold. up his stuff. No. Where, now, exactly what's your burger of choice? Fair question. Uh, if this man says in and out Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's really good, actually. But mm. yeah, either In and Out or Wendy's or uh, Fuddruckers, but they don't have them here. I love to make my own. Are you allowed burger. to say that word, Fuddrucker, on podcast? Yeah, I'll bleep it out. Okay. So wait a minute, <laughs> Fud bleepers. What a burger is? If people talk about. I'm going to Texas. First thing I'm going to do is have what a burger. Uh-huh. Why? Because Why? it's a Texas staple, baby. It doesn't taste. It's just bland. It's just there. It's a burger. I think it's because I'm a native Texan. Okay. Chick-fil-A th- is better, though. I'm a native Georgian. <laughs> well, that Chick-fil-A is great. The Lord's <laughs> Chicken, baby. Love the Lord's Chicken. Chicken too tasty. Oh, man. <laughs> so, Jesse, let's try to salvage this friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sell me on Whataburger. Sell you on Whataburger? Yeah. It's always there for you. 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. seven days a week. Listen, you come home from, you f- let's say you fly to 
New York. Mm -hmm. You come home, mm -hmm. you get into the airport, and you walk, and you see that beautiful orange W. <laughs> I love the colors, the orange and white it's stripes. Nice, yeah. I like that. It's welcoming. I will have, you know what I will do? I will have Whataburger for lunch today, and I'll report back to you. Yeah. And I'll say, hey, it's been, you know, five years. I thought I would try it again today. You win. Or, or what I always tell people, build I'll, the. I'll tweet you. Do, yeah, tweet me. <laughs> let me know. Build the burger as you want it. See, some people go, like, I'm just going to do it at number one. Well, it's like if you don't like all that crap on it. Oh, okay. You know, right. Like for me, it's like just, I, for me, I'm plain old Ned Flanders over oh, like here. Just ketchup and mayonnaise on my cheeseburger. That's it. Uh, okay. Do it as you would eat it. Just then report back to me. I like a, I like a Whopper from Burger King, too. He likes Whoppers, but not Whataburger. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. Listen, it it's been a long time, and just let me know what you think. Okay, it's a. T I think it's because it's a Texas staple. I grew up in Texas. That was the thing when you were a kid. You went to a Whataburger after a baseball game, and you. you it was just great. Okay, it feels like home. You know what I Does mean? Does it taste like childhood? Is that their slogan now, or what are we doing here? Oh, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like childhood. Uh, I'll be editing that one out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see here. Um, da -da -da -da. Boy, we've got a lot of these here. Okay. Any famous celebrities you've crossed paths with that you want to share a story about? I, You know, in this business, you, you, you do a lot. You, you, the one that... Um, the one I got to interview that I thought was interesting was Neil deGrasse Tyson, hmm. which... Some could take or leave, I know, yeah, but uh, it was interesting to interview him, especially when I was in my young 20s. That was cool. Uh -huh. um, lot, Troy Aikman. Oh, wow. Cool. He's a sports ball player, as you might know. I, I'm familiar with uh, the sports you ball know, we've player, discussed, Troy Aikman. We've talked about my love of sports. You yeah, know? Troy Aikman yeah. used to play for the Dallas Cowboys. He sure did. Which is an NFL team. Aha, you got this. Football. Look you at you, heard? man. How football, you... which is not soccer. It's yeah. just football. Who was his running back? Oh, God, of course you know it was, uh, hmm? uh, hold on, I know this, mm -hmm. running back. He's a good dancer, I recall, too. Uh, oh, no. Give, that, give me a hand, no, no, give me, give me a hand, what's the if first? If that was the hint that you got it on, I was going to be really upset no. with you. Give, give me the first letter of the first name. E. Elliot Smith. So close, Emmett Smith. <laughs> who, was the, who was the wide receiver that Troy Aikman would pass to all the time? Number one target. Elliot Smith. Yeah. I knew it was Emmett. That's so embarrassing. Okay. Hold on. You like this game? I don't. Okay. <laughs> I want to leave. Um, <laughs> M. Michael. Yeah. Michael. F mm. Michael Strahan. No, no. He played for their <laughs> rival and he would sack Troy Aikman quite Michael, a bit, actually. Michael. Oh, come on. Come on, Jesse. You know this. Starts with an I, his last name. Irving. Irvin. Irvin. <laughs> Whatever. See, I told one. you. you let that go. Irving is a city. No, no, no. You didn't let me finish. Oh, yeah. Irving is a city they, in the they, Dallas Fort Worth that's area. Where they that's where they played their games. Right, right, right. Michael Irvin is the guy. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Okay. Why would you see? You gotta let me finish, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got <laughs> impatient there. I apologize. <laughs> Dean Martin is a celebrity you would love to go back and meet. I I've, not, I've not had that answer in here. What is the draw to Dean? I don't know. You know what I'm really obsessed with? And this <laughs> what I used to watch as a kid all the time. Um, the Dean Martin celebrity roasts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, you can't fan. say 90% of the stuff. That's anymore. what I love about it. <laughs> I've never seen that sense of community since I've been uh, an adult. When people can tell jokes about each other and not get offended and go and tweet to the world how offended they, they are. They love each other right. and they showed and expressed their love of one another through mm -hmm. these jokes. And it was so 
awesome to see and i can't experience that as an adult i don't know if that's my draw to dean martin mm. but i think just being that was his franchise okay. and like he orchestrated these things and i just i love those things so not necessarily a rat pack fan yeah, yeah, yeah like, i like the music okay, like yeah music? i like okay. the music but i yeah Ooh. yeah there you yeah oh you could you could get a job if this weather thing doesn't work out you could be the drummer at like a Holiday Inn for the lounge singers that come in there. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. See? That would be a good idea. You might want to try that like uh, after hours, like on the side. Yeah. Like side gig or something. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of other people I'd love to meet besides Dean, but I, he's one I would want to meet. I, I would mean, say. that's what you put in the email. What am yeah, I supposed to do? I don't, no, no, no. I love Dean. I can't I, read I, I your mind. Why did that come to my mind? But I would love to meet him. <laughs> Wait, so the, so you lied on this form, this document, this this a, a weather this guy. This is an official document, sir. Weather guys lie for a living. You know that, right? That's true. How the Okay, how, and I'm not talking about you. No, sure, sure. But how is the, the winning percentage, the, the, how is the batting average, that's a, that's a sports ball term. Yeah, yeah. How is the batting average for <laughs> weather personalities so terrible, yet you guys all remain employed? Huh? I mean, because it's the weather, it always changes. And know? there was a guy uh-huh. that I watched growing up, I mean, it was, you know, 30, 40, how old am I? Years and years ago. Who was notorious for being horrible? I won't say his name because I don't know if he's still around or what he's doing now. Do it. Do it. Ken Cook. Never heard of him. Yeah. WAGA Atlanta. Come on, man. No good? No, I don't. How do they? He was the face of their weather department. But I cannot tell you how many times as a kid I was like, he was so wrong. Oh, man. I. It's a rough business to you. Forecasting weather is really hard. I, I so many variables, so yeah. many variables. I will tell you one thing that's happened as of late: the technology ex- has exploded, and mm-hmm. getting forecasts is they're getting a lot more accurate. Yeah. The problem I think is people are expecting more specifics that we cannot give yet. Like no, I love it. I love it when when Pete, your yeah. coworker, will, will tweet out something. I don't know what time the storm is going to hit your street. <laughs> Stop asking me. People think it's a joke, but right. people ask us those things. Like, like, here's my address. When should I take cover? This okay. Now, here's a couple of examples. <laughs> I've had people. Yeah, exactly. People will will message me. Let's let's pretend it's. I'm just going to throw out a month. Let's say it's it's, it's April. All right. Okay. I'll get a message in the middle of April, and it says, "Hey Jesse, my daughter and son are getting married in October, the third week." What do you think the weather's going to be like then? For real. For real. I don't know. I don't know. But they expect it. I keep bookmarked <laughs> on my phone. Yeah. The, like the the weather, like the monthly weather, uh, I think it's AccuWeather or something yeah. like that. And I take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. You know? And I'm just like, all right, I guess 30 days from now, it's going to be 70 degrees and perfect. Right. right you know? Right. And I've never, I've kind of kept tabs on it, but nothing mm-hmm. as obsessive as you might think that this weather nerd would be. Yeah, you're, you're into it. Yeah, I'm pretty intense. And everything. But if you are bugging a weather guy <laughs> yeah. for the forecast six months out... You've got more problems than me, and that's saying something. Not tell it happens all the time. That or, is so sad. Or you say, "Oh, we have a chance of storms later tonight," and they say, "Well, when do you think it's going to hit Waxahachie?" Or you know, like, will there be? Or my one of my other favorite questions: Will there be a tornado in Richardson? I, I don't know. I, I mean, you got to wait to see. Conditions are, are going to be right uh, south of town, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you. I don't know. So that happens a lot. 
where people, I think the expectations have really gone pretty high. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, I will say, for anyone listening, look, the weather boy can get days one through three pretty darn good. Uh-huh. Days four and five, moderately good. When you start approaching day seven, it's it's exponentially less forecastable. There's a lot going on. The yeah. At, the atmosphere is chaotic. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. You should set up your Twitter account uh-huh. to get alerts every time I tweet, and when you see a reference to the birds chirping uh, in will. the morning, you'll be like, "Oh crap! Oh, I gotta gosh. cancel all sorts of stuff now." Malinax says the birds Call in this the- place <laughs> are chirping. Call the station. I'm telling you, dude. Get the troops ready. You should literally do a. I'm, go- I'm a, going to do a Twitter search for at Keith Malinak birds. <laughs> And see what happens. I have a feeling I'm going to get a lot of tweets saying that they're surveilling us. All right. Someone is looking at Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, uh, let's see here. So uh, we're going to talk about birds not being real, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, are they real? Tell us. I don't know, man. Yeah. I had one sitting on my window this morning. Super weird. He had an earpiece in, which I thought was really bizarre. See, now that's a tip-off. Yeah. That's actually a tip-off. It really gives it away. He had a yeah. suit, too. It, what? You think he'd be a little more discreet? If you tell me he was wearing sunglasses. He was wearing sunglasses, no! man. Yeah. No! He was looking at me. Uh, this story, you know how crows are really intelligent? <laughs> uh-huh. Like, they're like as smart as like a seven or eight-year-old kid or something like that. I don't know. But uh, there was a... Look this story up. There was, I think it was a hospital parking lot in Alaska or something like that. And this bird was, oh, and they were they were experiencing vandalism, like cracked windshields in their parking lot. And they're like, <laughs> all right, what's going on here? Apparently a bird was just ha 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 entertaining itself, dropping rocks on oh, cars, wow. just watching them crack and just wow. having a good old time. That must be the Russian birds. Uh-huh. You so, think? So, so now that you have that evidence, are birds real, Jesse? I'm telling you, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. I don't think so, man. Boy, I'm afraid to leave this in because uh, <laughs> management at the old TV station might might, might pull <laughs> you inside. And, and then they'll sit you down and they'll say, they'll say, Jesse, we got to talk about something that, that that we heard on the, on the podcast. <laughs> you said birds aren't real? No, no, no. They'll say, tell us about this uh, moon pie. Hey, listen here. What moon pie? <laughs> it okay. was a great moon pie. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, so, so I asked the question in the email. You know, any regrets you want to share? And and I can. I think everybody can identify with this. Yeah. Uh, worrying too much about stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, seriously. I mean, I lose sleep just thinking about the next day or the next week or or. Man, I forgot to send a message to that weather guy about the weather six months from now. Oh, I better do that right now. It's going to be great, by the way. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, just oh. a 20% chance of rain. That's it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I can live with that. Uh, those are good odds. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this circles back to the mental health thing that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I mean, you let that stuff eat at you, whether it's small or big. I mean, eventually small stuff becomes big if, if, you, if you sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So how have you found ways to cope? So my wife and I talk about it all the time. We're starting, we, we're really trying to be more present and more content, mm-hmm. which I think everyone tries to do. That. Sure. But having a daughter really kind of opens your eyes. When you have a kid, you realize how fast. Time, I hate, it's such a cliche. Lightning. You know, we talk about it on this show oh, all good. the time. Okay. I, I am constantly... Discussing with my guests to the point that I think the audience is like, I got it. Your kids grew up fast, Keith. Dude, it's, it's insanity. It's it's. I know it's a cliche, but people, you gotta like, you gotta slow down. Be- and it's not even. She's my daughter's the one that made me realize it. Mm-hmm. 
Because it felt like yesterday she was just like useless wet noodle that did nothing <laughs> but like <laughs> make noises. Yeah. And, and now, you just got a text that she's got a tooth. She's got a tooth. And it won't be long before, brother, you're writing a check for braces. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. If she has my wife's teeth when my wife was a kid. You should see these pictures, man. No, no, I, like a jail riot in her no, mouth. It's uh, horrible. Okay, Elizabeth, I can't. Oh. Should I edit this out? Absolutely not. Her teeth were awful. <laughs> my, I mean, they were like growing too. out of her like lips and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was so oh, weird. She's gonna love this. It was horrible. Oh, um, but yeah, yeah, I, I learned like things go by really, really fast, and if you don't just sit for a freaking minute and yeah. enjoy things and mm -hmm. quit worrying about stupid things. Um. It slips by. I think sure between, you know, to kind of circle back between the death of my mom mm -hmm. and then the birth of my daughter. Those are huge life events. And they happened within seven months of each other. Um, so those are things that matter in life, those types of things. If you spend your time worrying about dumb things, um, you're wasting a lot of valuable energy. Yeah. I think it's just important. And you're missing out on sleep, too. Yes, that's true. Which, which is, is important. Still doing that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but the tooth explains it. We got the text. Yeah. We we need it. She's a really good sleeper, my daughter. Oh, good. But last night and the the night before, now you get it. She wakes up and is like, rah, like going nuts at like eleven, two, and you're just like, what is going on with her? Now you get well, it. Now we know. See, little toothies. Yeah, and and that's the first of many teeth. So good luck with that. Oh boy. <laughs> It begins. Okay, um, let's see here. Any, any? You didn't put anything on the email. Any, anything in your, uh, uh, anything on your bucket list? Oh, I must have missed. Um, a lot of travel I want to do. Yeah. You know, my my wife uh, has done a lot of traveling when she was young. She's been to Europe mm. and all these places. I have so many places I'm just desperate to go. Mm. And so that's I really want to get that done sooner than later. Go to those places for me. Yeah, I will. Have you done any traveling recently? I've never left the country. Really? Neither have I. Yeah. Neither have I. Well, why well, lie? When I was when I was in high school, we we snuck into we didn't sneak. <laughs> we we crossed into Canada yeah. to see Niagara Falls. Uh -huh. That was it. That was the farthest I've been. Wait, ten wait, feet into Canada. Wait, what year was that? Two thousand five. Oh, so it was four? after nine eleven. That's when it changed uh, as far as the border goes. Yeah. I think. Yeah, right. Yeah. You yeah. needed a passport after two thousand one. Yeah. To get to Canada. You know what? It might have been 2000, 2000 or 2001, because I remember we just kind of... I don't think that's sneaking then. Yeah, you're if right. If it was pre-9-11. You might... You know, it's been a while, so I don't well, remember. You're not as... By the way, uh, that's 20 years ago. Right, right. Ooh. You're 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 not as um, as awesome as you think. You didn't sneak. You're not a rebellious kid. No, I did. I snuck in. Oh, wow. I snuck into Canada. They didn't even see me. Yeah. Can you believe that? Well, you showed those hosers. I showed them. Yeah, you did. Sure did, buddy. Um, You got your uh, phone there, right? I do. You want to take a look in there and tell us what's in your Amazon cart, or would you rather keep that on the down low? No, let's see. Yeah, let's see. I'm just curious. I mean, I've been doing a lot of shopping Or lately. recent purchases. I guess some people don't, you know. Oh. Stuff. Oh, no. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. In fact, yeah. yeah. Baby well, stuff? I'll tell you recent purchases. No. Uh -oh. Smoker stuff. Not smoke. Not a smoker like, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I recently oh. got a Traeger. Okay. Oh, Traeger Grill? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? Um, there's a guy that, that you should probably meet. Um, oh yeah, and he's a recent guest. Uh, he's a he's a previous guest on this program, uh, David Larley. He's from Canada, and what he does is uh, he 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 smokes um, oh uh, with maple syrup because he's oh, from sweet. Canada. 
Yeah. So like, yeah, you should, you, you guys should connect. He would help you out. I'll do like, that. That's what he does. Like, uh, he smokes meat. Anyway, that's awesome. I think you guys. Would no, get I'll have to do that for sure. So anyway, so oh. you're 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 uh, working on a on an industry there. I think so, dude. I, I you know I, there's this old I don't know even who says it, but when you get into your 30s as a man, you have two options. And that is either dive really deep into World War II history or start smoking meats. Now wait a minute. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I've chosen the second. That's the that's truly the path? I think it is. I don't know that I did either of those. I definitely didn't do the uh <laughs> the, the, the grilling uh stuff. Oh dude, I've got so like I'm really into like trying to perfect a brisket. That's a very Texas thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you look at my Amazon list. I've got butcher paper. Mm-hmm. Um nice. Oh, I also bought a uh a, a blackstone too. What's the, that? the griddle. It's like the outdoor griddle. Oh so I have like the griddle yeah. press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all okay. my trigger, lots of wood pellets. Uh huh. That tastes better than Whataburger. I'll yeah. tell you that. <clears throat> Excuse me, the wood pellets. Uh, no, the the the, <laughs> the 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 meats that you got going on there. So, um, <laughs> you do people need to look for you on TikTok? No, <laughs> no. Okay. I'm a, I'm a viewer, not not a okay, not a participant. Not a not a okay. Um, let's see here. You are on Twitter though, of course. Twitter at Jesse W F A A. Yep. J E S S E W F A A. Good yep. stuff on there. You're a lot of fun. Um, for those that don't have it on Facebook too. Oh, 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 oh! I didn't realize that. Yeah, on Facebook. Is it the same handle there, Jesse uh, W F A? I think so. Yeah. Sure. Or, or we could just let's look up Jesse Hawila. H yeah. A W I L A. Mm-hmm. Hawila Tequila. Have see, we covered everything? Oh, I'm sorry. What? I'm saying, yeah, if you want to remember, Hawila Tequila. That's hard to Hawila say. Hawila Tequila. That's the easiest way you to remember. You should start a tequila company. Thought about it. Thought about it. Bro, stop thinking about it. Make it happen. I've thought about it, man. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. I just wish your last name rhymed with vodka. Yeah. Because then I would be all <laughs> in. Hodka vodka. We could do that. All right. We're going we're gonna to have to uh, stop <laughs> recording now before people steal all of our ideas. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Cut all it out. Yeah. Jesse Hawila, thanks so much for making time here on At The Mic. I appreciate it. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Jesse is such a great guy. It was a pleasure really getting to know him there. And you know what? Keep up with him because uh, if you ever want to know what the weather's going to be in Dallas, Jesse's got you covered. Be sure to follow him. And be sure to check out all of the episodes you may have missed over at atthemikeshow.com. Be sure to pass that website around to all your friends and family who might need some good conversations in their life as well, atthemikeshow.com. Merchandise, that's always available, at themikeshop.com. And next week, my friend Toby McAvoy is going to stop by. We have got to talk to him about the card game Bridge. We're going to get a tutorial. We're going to know so much about Bridge before that podcast concludes. We're going to become pros like it. We're going to challenge Toby <laughs> to Bridge. Maybe not. Uh, that's going to be next week. Uh, so be sure to join us here for At The Mic. Well, until then, please go be free and thank you for listening. This has been At The Mic with Keith, an independent podcast production. Head to atthemikeshow.com for archived episodes, sponsor information, and ways to connect.